Attend the world's best business workshop led by America's number one business coach for free by subscribing on iTunes and leaving us an objective review. Claim your tickets by emailing us proof that you did it and your contact information to info at thrivetimeshow.com. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to The Conversation. My name is Clay Clark, and I'm honored to uh, be here with you today. And I just want to tell you, thank you for uh, getting us into the top 10 of the iTunes chart. For real. And what we're doing is because we've passed Tony Robbins, we've passed Gary Vaynerchuk, we've moved above uh, a Tim lot Ferris. of- Tim Ferriss. Yeah, sorry, Tim. And so what we're doing is we're starting a charity, mm-hmm. and for as little as $1,000 a day, you could support your very own former top 10 podcast. Help Gary V eat again. Help him eat again. Help him eat caviar. I mean, don't don't make him settle for non-organic gourmet chicken. Ty Lopez life matters. Yeah, let's 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 all give back. Let's just set aside if we all just give back a thousand a week, we t- you two could support somebody can do it. who used to be in the top 10. Then when I drop back down to the top 50 or top 100, you the, hopefully they'll raise a, ch- a, a subsidy for me too. What goes around comes around, Clay. That's right. I'm just so in seats here, Chuck. <laughs> now we have a, 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 a sensational guest on the show today. We have Colton Dixon. He's a Christian pop music star and his incredible wife, Annie Dixon. And we're talking about how to not screw up date nights. Now, this is important because I am the master of screwing up date nights. I'll set the scene. I took my wife to San Diego at a speaking event. So we're in San Diego. Gorgeous, gorgeous restaurant. We're Mission Beach area. Very nice restaurant. And it's just the, the best food ever. And I turn my phone. I have my phone. And I kind of do the move where I'm like pretending like I'm not on it, but I am. Like, you know, just this is about four years ago. Yeah. This is in the past. Little so tiny phones. So you can hold, hide it in your hand. Some kind of texting. And then someone in the office says something crazy. So yeah. I immediately, because there's, you know, hundreds of employees, I think I got to deal with this now. So I said, Baby, can I deal with this real quick? I'm gone for probably 30 minutes. 50, it seemed like, you know, for me, like two minutes, but it was probably like 15. Yeah. And then I come back and I get that eye. Mm-hmm. Like, you're an idiot. What have you done? Yeah. I'm sorry. When she gets that look, I'm like, I don't know. I just, I just, I just, I just call it. And I feel like it's justified because I'm making money. Making the money. Yeah, it's a money. Making the money. It's a money Eating thing. Eating the meatballs. Providing for my family. Yeah. I love my family. I love my wife. And I try to go with that move. I'm just making the money for my, for yeah, my wife. I love it. And she's like, I'm not having it. You shut your mouth. You shut you sh- you sh- you shut your mouth and you get in, you get in the core. You put that phone down. Long story short, I like ruined the date. Yeah. Ruined the whole I, evening. I and so too. I was educated. Now, here's the, I can honestly say I've never done it again since <laughs> then because I live in fear. I live in fear of the sword. Iron fist. <laughs> so I want to ask for somebody out there who's, I mean, because I know Colton's never used his smartphone and ruined a date night. But I want to get, Annie, your take on this because you guys are in this celebrity world, in this Christian uh, pop music world, and you have... A lot of people probably on Twitter or Instagram or different social media platforms reaching out to you guys, and you care about your fans. You love your fans. You really do love the fans. I know that's a genuine thing. You care about the fans, but what are the boundaries, and what, what advice would you give for somebody out there? What are the boundaries for social media, smartphones? How, how do you guys navigate that as a couple? Man, that's a tough one, kind of. Um, I think that's so like relevant to today's culture, yeah. dating culture, and it seeps into marriages. It's just so easy to do, and we prioritize, you know, those emails and those, you know, social media notifications and whatnot. And really, what you're doing is you're prioritizing that above your spouse or your, you know, your friend or like whatever you're doing. Honestly, really above the relationship. So I think it's good to step back and like prioritize. Like, okay, this time is with them and either I'm going to be here or I'm not. It's really hard to be two places at once. Oh, that's tough. (laughs) So so we've had to like get used to that because we are together a lot. So, you know, we might have lunch a lot together. And so it's like, 
I think he's kind of like, okay, is this like date time or is this like, is this phone or just kind of no, like, no. I, I can answer this email real quick. Like, you know, so, you know, we've kind of learned to like navigate those things. Um, Here's my advice for the Thrive Nation out there. If you're a business owner and you're not in a place where you can respond to any kind of message, don't look at it. So this is my example. I got a message today that was sent to me. I got, it was sent yesterday. So I found out about it this morning. And there's a person who really doesn't like me. They're very upset. Very up, they're very upset. They're very upset. They listen to the radio show. And apparently because I've said that one should not go out at night when their spouse isn't present, they're very offended by this. Because I'm like, hey, you know, I've been married 18 years and I found that all my buddies who are divorced, they would go out at night with the buddies. But I don't. I go in. Or I go out with my wife, but I don't go out. And so they're like, they're like oh, you're so offensive. And I'm sure it's a guy who's been divorced three times who emailed it in. But it's a big email. So when I get the email, I just sort of found out today. And then I looked at it, and I get all my emails at one time. And I hit delete, and I move on. You know. But I used to like want to respond immediately you know, to radio show people. I felt like I needed to respond urgently to all you know, things. And it made me kind of crazy you know and so i just want to ask you i mean uh, what advice would you give to your old self you know where you say gosh i wish i would not have done that you've been married now two and a half years and you go gosh i wish i would have learned that lesson faster there's somebody out there who's not learning these lessons and you've already learned a lot as a married couple are you perfect no but what would you give the advice to the old colton going old colton don't do that that's going to irritate the incredible annie don't don't do that that's going to push the button um Pertaining to social media, social media oh, yeah. is uh, honestly it can wait. Um, mm. If you're out at lunch, or this has even happened recently, um, mm. you know, being on my phone for other things, um, but just being present in the moment, um, just on what we've talked about. Um, if it's not life or death, it can wait. Um, even if it's a text message from someone pertaining to um, the business, it's like it's like I'll just get to it after lunch. Um, if it's something really pressing i'll ask and if i get a look then i've got my answer um, right it's pretty, right it's pretty simple pretty you can kind of um, figure it out you're like but uh but yeah it can wait did you know you hit rock bottom when you're on stage playing piano with one hand and facebooking on the other hand yeah, and trying to sing a song and you like, know you have a problem I have when, an issue. yeah okay that's okay it, yeah so this is my this is another question I want to ask. Is there is there a song out there? We've talked about one of your songs you really are proud of. Is there another song that you if if all the listeners just listened to one of your songs? If you said, "Hey, if you want to judge the the totality of my career. If you want to, you know, dip your toe into the Colton Dixon repertoire of music and you say, "Here's one song that if you check it out, that's sort of indicative of at least me right now as an artist. Is there a certain song or two that you would say, hey, the, or maybe two or three? I mean, is there a certain song that you feel like that that song right there? That's one song you should check out. Um, I have a song called "Through All of It" um, that is is basically kind of a summary of someone's life, saying there there have been ups and downs, but God's been with me the whole time. Um, God's been with me through all of it. So I would check that one out. Um, through all of it. Through all of it. Where were you when you writ that? When you wrote that song, did you hit your head on the toilet seat and then bam, you drew the flex capacitor? Or how did you write that song? Um, I actually didn't. Um, that's one of two songs uh, that I did not write okay. uh, on yeah. my record. So, and being so transparent and honest with yeah, you. Yeah. Why does that song? Why does that song mean a lot to you, though? Yeah. Um, honestly, the first time I heard it, um, I just thought it was such a beautiful picture of life. Um, What's cool about what I do is I have fans who are 
five, six years old, and then I have um, their grandmothers coming to shows. It's really a wide demographic. Um, but I was like, man, this song really is kind of timeless. It's not specific to one generation. Um, it'll kind of just blanket itself over everyone. Um, and uh, and I love what the lyrics say. Um, God is with us um, through everything. He's also waiting for us um, at the end of whatever we're walking through. So, um, yeah, it just really struck a chord with me. So um, we recorded it, and um, the guy who wrote it was nice enough to lend it to me. And, and yeah, that was it. To experience more lyrical miracles, go to coltondixon.com. That's coltondixon.com. And I'm telling you what, uh, Chubb, his father-in-law is kind of like Tulsa's, uh, kind of like Tulsa's oil Roberts. That's is true. he not? If your vehicle, if you have a Ford that needs some healing, where do you take it, Chubb? You take it to the oil Roberts of the automotive world, right? If you've right. got a Ford that needs some hands laid on it, you're going to want to take it to RC Auto Specialists is what you're going to want to do. Oh, nice, nice. You can get a hold of them at rcautospecialist.com. They've got collectively over 80 years of experience of healing those Ford Welcome motors. to the Thrive Time Show. On Talk Radio 1170. It's a drive time show on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. It's all about you. All about you. All about you. All about you. Then we bring the boom. Oh, speaking about speaking of bringing the boom here, Chubb. Chubb, speaking of bringing the boom, we have an art. We have an artist in the show today. On, right. on, on the show today, who artiste? An artiste. Is an artiste, if you will. Yeah, if if you will, Chubb. And I, I will. I did. Uh, Chubb, stop doing that. Go then. You don't, Good. L- listen, I you. I, oh, zip it. Zip, zip, zip. Okay, we have Colton Dixon on today's show. Sorry. And Colton Dixon <laughs> is a Christian pop artist. He's a guy who has more talent and really a half of a hand than Chubb and I have, and both are all four of our hands. My to, body and your body. My whole body. Your body doesn't have as much talent as his half of his hand. That's very true. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So Colton Dixon, uh, you're you're a, a music uh, a, a star. You, you've done so well in the world of Christian music. And uh, but there's music out there that I think a lot of our listeners would like, whether they're a Christian uh, music fan or not. I think that's one thing is about your music is that you're telling stories, um, you're connecting with uh, things that happen in your life, and uh, obviously you tell that story through a Judeo-Christian perspective. But every artist tells every story through their own perspective. So I think your music is is pretty inclusive. I think there's a lot of people out there that would check it out. And so I would humbly request that everybody listening to the show today would go to coltondixon.com and check out at least one song. So I'm going to ask you, Mr. Colton Dixon, what's the, what's the song where you say, okay, if they could check out maybe one song, one song where you go, okay, just just check out this one song and see if you like. You've, you've been on American Idol, so uh, people who are not Christian music fans uh, thought you did, did a good, good job. You did very well on the show. What's that song, my friend? What's the song we need to check out? Yeah, I, I think... Uh Pertaining to what we've been talking about today, I think a song that's really fitting is called Breathe. Um, and it, it's honestly just about um, stopping and getting rest. Um, when you when you own a business or with what I do, whenever, whenever I um, have this music ministry that I do, it's so easy to think being busy is a good thing. You ask people how they're doing and they say, oh, I'm, I've been busy with X, Y, or Z. And you're like, oh, that's great. And it's like, but is it really? Um, I have a harsh take on busyness. Okay, let's hear it. I think busyness is a decision. Mm. Like I think busyness is a decision. I think it's yeah, it's actually absolutely. it's a decision. Hey, I, you know what? I want to just use that as my phrase to compensate for the fact that I'm not intentional about my life. 
And I've used yeah. that in the past before too. It's like, oh, I'm so busy. And the last, I'd say the last decade, since my son was born blind in 2007, I felt this mag, like this big call to just sell DJ Connection, which was my favorite thing in the world. And I just, I had to sell it. I didn't want to sell it. I'm like, I don't want to sell it. Have to sell it. Sold the business. Pfft. Now I'm 27. I don't have to work again. And I'm going, now what I should do is, so a friend of mine was running uncontested in the Tulsa mayoral election, Kathy Taylor. She was running as a Democrat, and I'm a Republican. And I thought, well, I can't let her run on by, by Unopposed. opposed. <laughs> I've must, got some time freedom. I've got many leather-bound books. a friend of mine says, she's, no one's going to run against her because she's going to win. You know, So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll go for it. So I actually was running against Kathy Taylor in a mayoral election, and I actually was polling at a 51, 52%. I was ahead of her for a long, long time. And then uh, Dewey Bartlett got into, involved, and I decided to, to bow out because I didn't actually want to be mayor. I just didn't want her to win. You know? <laughs> and so she's a friend she's, of mine. We joke about it. But it's I thought it would be – but literally it was just that busyness. Yeah, and now as a as a dad and as a husband, I look back when my dad passed away of ALS, when my son was born blind, and I realized time is our most precious asset. Like the time's the one thing you can't make more of. Preach. And I love my job. I love working. I do. I love working. So that's that's like a it's my ministry. It's my thing. I get into it. It's my hobby. I'm good at it. Helping companies grow is exciting. But there is a value in not being busy. So how do you find that balance? I mean, do you wait until you're Wife yells at you because that's that's what I've done for a while. Wait, right? And I'm like, can you stop screaming? And then when I realized, she, I think she's mad. I've awakened. As a reason, I mean, yeah, I, I, mean I literally not a move. True story. I did not take my wife on a date from night or like 2001 to like 2007 Woo. at all. And Lucky pull, man to be married still. <laughs> no, I'm serious. She, and it, the fact that she has a really bad vision, she can't see me. That's right. why we stay married. Yeah, she doesn't know what I look like. I'm a man bear because she can't see me. But I want to ask you though, where do you find that balance of, of busyness? And purposeful living. What's what's the balance? Uh, honestly, it's being intentional. It's prioritizing. Okay. It's um, it's it's making a schedule. I'm very. Um, I want to know what's happening throughout the day. Yeah. Um, my wife and I can be kind of different. Um, she really loves just going with the flow. She's a flower. Um, flow. She's a flower. Flow. And I and I want to know. It's like okay. Well, what are we doing on Friday? Um, she's like, uh, I I don't know. We might do this or we might do this. And I'm like, well, can can we go ahead and make the decision? And I think there's wiggle room for both of us there. But, um, but still, if you have a busy lifestyle, that in and of itself is not bad. Um, but within that busy lifestyle, carving out time where you can be intentional with your first priorities, really, which is your spouse, your faith, your kids, if you have them, um, that's... That's the most important. We thing, talk about it on our show all the time of making this pyramid and putting your biggest priorities at the bottom at the foundations: so you, your faith, then your family, mm. then your your friendships, then your fitness, then your finances, then the fun, or however you however you want to organize the priorities. But then yeah. actually scheduling those things yeah. into your schedule. Yes. I want to ask Clay Stairs because Clay, um, you typically don't coach a lot of Christian business uh, pop star music guys. I mean, that's typically, typically, typically. Clay Stairs, I oh, specialize there. in Christian pop all star are, music guys. All of mine are secular. Well, you know. right. Yeah, all of mine are secular. You do, you coach heathen artists? Well, you know. Okay, so anyway. So they're, but, they're on that lake. For, for, for your business, in theory. For the business owners out there that you work with, regardless yeah. of their, their faith, I think everyone struggles to find the balance with busyness and focusing on what matters. How would you coach your clients? What, would you t- what, what do you say to your clients when they're often too busy to call their leads, or too busy to follow up, or too busy to build the org chart, or too busy to build the workflow, or too busy to hire people. What do you, how do you coach them through the busyness? Well, again, Clay, and this is something that you have taught me as my coach, is that what gets scheduled gets done. 
Ooh. And so how to move something from a to-do to a to-done is it has to get onto your schedule. Mm-hmm. So I know for me, my schedule, I schedule time for family. I schedule time for fun and with my friends. If you go to my schedule, my Google Calendar, you will find that I actually have blocks of time to where my life is going to be spent with friends, with family, with fun. Because I know for me, if I don't schedule it, I won't do it. I'm going so to brag on. I'm going to brag on you. And you're, you're part. You are Uh-oh. part of the problem. Ah. This is the part of the good yeah. problem. You're part Would of you? the good problem that Thank I'm thankful you. for. Yes. That I'm frustrated about. But I'm so mm. excited. I just am emotionally very polarized. Fun. You decided to not work on Fridays. Yes. Why? Because I wanted the space. I wanted the time. But I you could have made more money. You could have made more money. I could have made more money. You don't You're care right. about the economy. But my daughter has track meets on Fridays. And when I made that decision, it was during track season. And this week, I'm going to my daughter's track. For the first time? I blame yeah. you. Yeah. And so for the first time this week. No. I Because blame I you. wanted that time open. Because before that, she played volleyball. And we had to leave on Fridays to play on volleyball tournaments on the weekends. I blame you for this, though. We now have a four-day work week at Thrive. Ooh. And you're part of the blame. Thank you. Because people are going, Clay's hey, not hey. here. How come I have to be here? People, I mean, we, people were saying, you know, I kind of look at them and they're trying to, what's the balance, work-life balance? I get a lot of the questions, but what's yeah. work-life balance? And the people who work for us make a lot of money and they do well. And, you know, we have a great team. And so they're always asking me, what's the work-life balance? You know, my wife is frustrated. My husband's frustrated. What do yeah. I do? And I, I felt like I was like a, the cause of the problem. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, uh, I, on behalf of <laughs> other men who've almost screwed up their marriages, I, uh, and I, so I talked to my wife and I said, uh, uh, babe, you know, I'm thinking about this, this four day work week idea. And it seems kind of like a communist, socialist, <laughs> just hateful idea. It's like anti-American. Yeah. There's America. And then uh, there's like, you know, France. Unions. America. Thanks, and then wow. France. And I might not want to have siesta. I don't have time mm-hmm. off. I don't want to recognize birthdays, holidays. I don't want to work. Make, no, just work. Yes. To quote Rihanna, work, 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 work. And then we're going to work, 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 work. And I like to grind. You know, mm-hmm. rise and grind. So I decided like to introduce self. a four-day work week to eliminate some of the busyness and to be yeah. more intentional. We get a lot done in those four days. Chup, can you talk about what the four-day work week has done to the Chup family? Has it ruined it? Has it, has it taken yep. to the bottom? Yep, it's terrible. Can't do it. Talk about it. What no, it's it? great. It's great. I uh, take. I don't have time because we do a lot of stuff. We coach clients all through the day. We do radio show in the afternoon into the evening sometimes. And so Fridays are my day where I can get off early. I still come into the office and get caught up on some things, but I can go pick up my daughter from school. We spend the afternoon together um, every Friday, and then I have scheduled band practice in to go play with Marshall and some of the other guys at the office. It's Sweet. so weird how many clients are like, Clay Clark, I've known you for 18 years. Mm-hmm. Are you still the same person? I feel like you have given up on all that matters. You have always <laughs> preached grinding, and you have a four-day work week. The hypocrisy. Mm. And I'm like, well, you know, I was actually wrong for a while there, you know. And so I just think it's important that you what? schedule time for what matters. So for me, Friday to Sunday, I turn my phone off the entirety from Friday does. to Sunday. And I don't care what's going on. You can't reach me. And if you want to reach the members of our office, you can. But there's, there's like we have a manager for Elephant in the Room or, or people yeah. that you can get for emergencies. But they kind of pass that phone around. And then Elephant in the Room, we close it on Sundays. And uh, we have so many employees who tell us that's the only time my husband and I get to connect. 
and we have a largely we have a, a large team of employees. But Sundays we're, we're like the only hair hair salon in Tulsa, the major ones that's closed on a Sunday. On the door it says family time, I believe. And people always bring up how much money we're losing, and I just I just have to. It makes a lot of sense in the end because you can't yeah. take it with you. Yeah. My name's Clay Clark. You've been listening to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. If you care about America, you care about your future, you care about your ears, go to coltondixon.com. That's coltondixon.com. And Chuck, we always want to end the show with oh, a boom. Yeah. So here we go. Three, Three two, two, one, boom. boom.